Hello everyone, welcome to the Less Alone podcast with here your host, Melanie. And I'm so glad that you are decided to listen to this podcast. Um, I'm actually really nervous because this is my first ever podcast episode. And, um, well, I just want to see how it goes. I'm really excited for this um, for this new podcast that I'm going to do. So basically, what I'm planning to do is just talk about experiences, mental health, if you're interested in that kind of stuff, especially anorexia recovery. That's one thing that this podcast is mainly going to be about, having like support for basically spreading awareness for just anorexia recovery and mental health. Today I just thought it would be a good idea to just talk about my story with anorexia and how it has affected my life and impacted me because I feel that for me to be able to talk about it, it's important for you guys to know my story and also I just want to talk about it because I just, I've never felt like I've had an opportunity to talk about it because for me personally, I, it's something I'm working on, but I don't really like to talk about my feelings and my experiences. I don't like to feel vulnerable. So this this podcast is also kind of an outlet for me to just be myself, express myself, express my thoughts and my feelings. Um, I've actually tried to record this podcast a few times before, but like this first episode but it hasn't come out the way i want to that's also something i want to talk about in this podcast like perfectionism but that would be for another episode probably because today i just want to focus on my story and thank you for listening to me so far well first i guess i should introduce myself like i said in the beginning my name is melanie and like some of my hobbies are drawing um digital art watching cartoons i like i actually like to watch um a lot of like cartoon network not cartoon network but like cartoons like steven universe i find it really relaxing kind of an art an artsy person i just love i absolutely love 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 art and i actually drew the podcast cover it might not be that good since I haven't been drawing in a while. I do love it, but I just haven't been doing it. Well, I'm just gonna, okay, I'm just gonna get right into it because I know that's what you guys came for. So, if I'm gonna talk about this story, I have to talk about my past. So, this is basically, in my opinion, how I think my anorexia formed, like started developing, I guess. But the climax wasn't until later. But this is kind of some context. So, I, entering middle school, that's where this all starts, kind of. Um, My parents did, now that I look back on it, my parents did not really have a good relationship. Because they would never talk about their feelings. They would they were just quiet all the time and they just really wouldn't communicate and I never really saw that from them 
this is like one of the realizations i barely realize now as like 17 years old and but back then you know you don't you don't think anything of it because you're not thinking about that stuff you know so i just never really noticed that and i feel like to this day that's one of the reasons i can't really communicate well but so i noticed so yeah my parents were not really in a good relationship um i was entering middle school which i was a new kid by the way you guys all know how hard well i don't know if any of you guys have experienced being new at your school and how scary it feels but for me like it was probably one of the worst times of my life because i got picked on a lot just for being new and just for being like existing i guess and i think it's just kind of crazy the things that like I, I just don't really know what goes on with people's heads when they think that they should say something say something really rude to other people when just to make them feel themselves feel better i just don't really understand that but i was being bullied um a lot not too much but quite a bit i did not have any friends um some of the things they would say to me is like that i stood weird they would just like laugh at me you know it just makes you feel just uncomfortable they would laugh at me secretly like discreetly but obviously i'm not dumb i notice um they would laugh at me one time they made fun of my braids and i remember that i never i never wore braids again after that i did but it really hurt me i was also a chubby kid quote unquote and i don't really like to use the word chubby because really when i look back on myself i was such a beautiful healthy girl and i just wish that i could have seen that in myself i just wish yeah i just wish i could have just seen the beauty in myself and in being healthy and beautiful um so i was being made fun of and i didn't really want to talk i was a very introverted person i'm not social actually that's a lie before in elementary i think this goes for everyone but i'm not sure i was really social mostly because people just weren't rude they just weren't judgmental i don't get it so um so yeah i wasn't social i would spend a lot of my time online talking to my online friends and and that's how i would usually spend my days just online playing video games just talking to my friends i can like that's what i would do most of my time and for a little for like three months like a couple of months after it got better but not really i stopped talking to my online friends because because i had made like a i guess a real life friend and i guess maybe that fulfilled my need for connection so i didn't feel the need to talk to my friends online anymore 
And maybe just because I just didn't want to play anymore, I guess. I was started... Oh yeah, I started losing a bit of my passions. Because I was getting sadder and a bit sadder. I didn't notice this, but I was getting sadder and sadder each like year, I guess. Each month. If like I progressively just got sadder each month. And home life wasn't that good um i started to notice my dad sleeping on the couch sleeping in weird places um just like sleeping not next to my mother and i guess that's when i started to notice the dis the real distance between them i knew something was wrong i mean i feel like every kid knows what's what's wrong i guess when they feel something that's wrong i just had that intuition inside myself and i just knew they weren't talking to each other i remember one time i saw them fighting and i told them why are you guys fighting and then then they just said well we're not fighting and then they just tried to fake a smile in front of me but obviously i knew they were fighting when i talk about this is just really sad to just think about because I I just sometimes wish I would have had both of my parents in my life but that's not possible anymore as you'll be as I'm gonna tell but basically my dad was cheating on my mother and he decided to leave us on Christmas Eve and that really really took a toll on my mental health even though I didn't really notice but it really did affect me deeply. At least that's what everyone says, but I do believe it. Um, that that's one of the key components <laughs> that caused my um, anorexia. And like, honestly, I have to laugh, because if I don't laugh, then like I feel like I'm going to go insane. But yeah, so that's some context. So, fast forward to 8th grade. Remember, that was 6th grade when barely entering middle school. So many changes happening in my life. And I really felt like I was losing control of my life. I didn't know how to express it then. But the funny thing is, when you don't know how to express yourself, at least for me, I usually have dreams that tell me what I'm feeling. So for that moment of my life, I remember I had so many dreams about being in a car, like a really giant car where I couldn't reach the pedals. I couldn't see like the cars in front of me or the windows like or outside the windows of the car. And I couldn't like steer because I was too small and the seat was so big and everything was just so big. That really puts things into a different kind of perspective of how I I felt but I didn't want to or I didn't know how to express which honestly I just think it's so interesting of just like that concept of dreams I just think it's super interesting and I've I don't know after that I've never been able to remember dreams and that's kind of weird because I when I dream, I don't remember anything anymore. And I remember I used to have such vivid dreams. Such a vivid imagination. But not anymore. I don't know where that went. 
Like, I don't know what happened. And I'm hoping later on in life I'll be able to figure that out. But, okay, I'm sorry, I'm getting off uh, off topic. But, basically, 8th grade came and that was when the pandemic hit for us. For my, basically, my family. We're just like basically everyone because it's the pandemic so yeah it basically hit us like at the end of uh, for me it was it was march march and almost the end of eighth grade and i remember that's when i had a lot of time to think about certain things because i was home all the time and i was also alone so i was really alone I remember I stayed in my room all day and I just thought and thought. And I don't know what happened, but I guess I felt the need to change something about myself. I felt the need that I felt the need to take this the pandemic as an opportunity to change myself and to change who I was before going back to school kind of like a glow up I guess but I kind of glowed down um mentally and um that was the start I remember that exact moment being the start I started obviously I didn't know anything about diets I've never even heard of a diet before I never really focused on my appearances until people pointed it out to me that I was like chubby or stuff like that and I never really noticed that until people pointed it out. But I started paying more attention to that aspect of myself, my appearance. And I remember that I wouldn't even turn the lights on because I just didn't really want to see myself. This was obviously after a bunch of like hating myself, a bunch of inspecting. And also because of the fact that I literally thought it was my fault that my dad left my family so i i just felt guilty all this time i felt maybe there's something wrong with me maybe maybe i'm too ugly or maybe just coming up with all these stupid reasons that don't even make sense and i think that's really sad that i put all this guilt on myself and that i blamed myself for something that wasn't even my fault and i feel like that's partially his fault because he i feel like i've felt like that and there must be a reason why I felt like that. I just can't figure it out. Actually, no. I ha- I do have one reason why I felt like that. Because I remember when I was on the computer all the time, he would come home. And I I was obviously on the computer, you know. I was playing games. And, you know, kids sometimes are just more interested in that than saying hello to when your dad comes home. And I thought that... I did say hi to him. I, I really did. Every single day, I did say hi to him. But, I don't know. Uh, I just, I felt guilty. And I really don't know why. So, anyways. Um, ramble over. Um, I, I started... I'm not going to say dieting because I really didn't know what I was doing. Like, I was just pulling stuff out of my... (laughs) I was just doing stuff. I don't know. I was just started... I was trying to eat 
healthier, um, I guess, healthier, and I started getting compliments on my parents and family members, they're like, oh, how did you do it, give me the recipe, like, how did you, how did you lose a bit of weight, I'm having trouble with that, could you help me, and the funny thing is that when I would, like, sometimes, like, I would feel proud, right? So I would be like, okay, this is, look, this is what I did. And then they would, and then it was my family, right? So they would look at me, like, weird, because obviously they were like, no, I'm not gonna starve myself. <laughs> They're like, uh, this is actually no food at all, like, I'm not gonna do this to myself. And then I was like, yeah, look, see, this is how you can get results, and I, I, it's crazy how I did not see that, but they could, but they still didn't, I mean, why would they say anything, like, they just see me as trying to be healthy, I'm not, and I'm not, that's, and I wasn't necessarily underweight, I was just trying to be healthier, and I did, like, lose a bit of weight, um, but then it started to become not enough for me, I don't know why it kept progressing, but it just did. After I saw progress, I didn't know how to stop. Or I don't know how it continued, if that makes sense. Maybe I just had a lot of motivation to do it. Maybe there was a lot of motivation subconsciously. Maybe I was just motivated to change myself so bad from the person that I was before. Because I remember I was like, I don't want to be this girl anymore. I don't want to be the girl that her dad left her, gets bullied at school, is quote-unquote chubby. I don't want to be nerdy. I don't want to be all these things. We're, which are we're basically just myself and there's nothing wrong with that um there's nothing wrong with who i was before but somehow i made it wrong and it just sucks like it sucks that i had to go through that but i guess we all have to learn from experiences. And I don't know. I'm sure trying to figure out what life lesson that I've taught me. Actually, I'll probably mention it at the end. But, um. Okay, so it just kept progressively kept on getting worse. Um. I remember I started being. I started being really underweight. And I started looking like crap, basically. Um. It's just kind of hard to talk about. But if it's going to help someone, I would rather say the whole thing and not just say bits of it. Because there is very dark sides to anorexia as any other mental illness. Like there's the top layer of it, which you see that's being underweight. Um not eating as much or not eating at all but what you don't see is the other controlling behaviors that you develop the self-hatred you have towards yourself 
the motivation you have to be perfect all the time the motivation to have like such a a what you and your disordered mind thinks it's a perfect body the motivation to be skinny so like small the motivation to feel like safe because i feel like when i never knew how to describe this feeling but i feel like i have some words now that describe this feeling so well I didn't feel safe in my body, in my old body, and I didn't feel safe. So I wanted to change that. Because when, I don't know how to describe, when you don't feel safe in your own skin, when you feel so unsafe, you feel scared. Not scared. I don't know. Tell me if you guys feel this way. But, or if you guys have experienced this when you don't feel so when you don't feel safe in yourself insecure basically but in your own body into like a whole different level you feel so insecure that you don't even feel safe in your own skin i remember so many times i wish that i didn't have a body that i was just a soul and that nobody would look at me or that basically that humans didn't look at bodies or that I was just like a little soul just of my personality not this whole thing I remember I felt that the body that I had was weighing me down as in like I couldn't be anything or I couldn't do anything that I wanted to do because of this body that I have which is basically just myself and that's kind of crazy um, I remember I developed depression. With all anorexia, I feel, comes a sort of depression. And a whole ton of anxiety. Because you're just scared all the time. You're scared feeling in your own skin. And you're also scared eating. Because you want to control everything. To feel safe. You know what I mean? Like, you want to control everything to feel safe in yourself. And I feel like that's what I really lacked in my life was stability. The stability in my life was so bad that I felt that I needed to control my body and everything else. Which is literally insane. Um, moving on. So those are, those are basically some of the feelings I felt. I still have some of the playlists I played when I was super sad, depressed in that time and it makes me really sad because because some of those lyrics i remember was just me just not valuing myself at all i thought i was worth nothing you think you're worth nothing basically and that leads you to keep doing what you're doing to yourself because you think you're worth nothing and that you're not going to have a future And at that time, you feel like this is your future. You feel like this is how the rest of your life is going to be. You feel like... I remember one time I thought, I was like... By the way, sorry if I say like a lot. That's my bad habit. I don't talk a lot, so my vocabulary is very small sometimes. But I remember that I had this thought that was... Um, 
that I thought that how am I gonna be able to keep this up all my life this is awful how am I gonna be able to do this I have to do it or else I have no future and this is everything this is everything to me like you put anorexia you value anorexia over everything else in your life and you start lying to people about yourself you about like how you are you start lying you stop being honest you stop valuing honesty you stop valuing yourself you stop valuing fun you stop valuing your passions oh when i stopped doing my passions that's when s hit the fan like when i stopped doing the stuff i loved before that's when life got really hard for me and that's really when anorexia took over because because you're losing other forms of coping mechanisms and anorexia is the only one to make you feel better because anorexia for me was just a coping mechanism for me to feel in control of my life and losing all your passions for me were art like music i'm a very artsy person (laughs) i'm so sorry um okay that's embarrassing but i like a lot of art stuff I like uh, I liked books. I stopped reading books. I stopped writing. I stopped drawing. I stopped playing music. I stopped everything. I stopped journaling. And it was just really sad. I remember some other really sad thing was that I... I whenever my mom gave me money... This is my sound so random. But whenever my mom gave me money to buy something... Or when we go, would go out to buy clothes, I would be like, um, I'd be like, oh, yeah, I don't deserve clothes. Like, in my mind, I would be like, I don't deserve clothes. I deserve to be in these old clothes. I don't deserve anything. Like, oh, my God, it's just clothes. And I des- I did, I deserve to have clothes. It's clothes. I, that's crazy that's really depressing i really thought i didn't deserve anything at all not even clothes not even buying myself nice nice clothes or anything that i liked because i just wanted to torture myself because i just hated myself basically Also, one of the things that really affected me was, well, one comp- one behavior I had was going to the grocery store with my mom and just, I always wanted to go to the grocery store, obviously, because I got to walk, I got to see the food, I didn't get to eat the food, and uh, I just hate, I just hate it. I hate all those behaviors. And I hate that I had to do that. I hate that I did that. And it's really sad. Um, obviously, I was still in school at this time. I'm so sorry for rambling. I'm so, like, literally, I'm so sorry for rambling. Um, I just wanted to talk about that. Um, I was still in school at this time. My grades weren't that good, honestly. Um... I failed PE, which is, it was online PE, which is not surprising, 
I guess I still had some sort of value of honesty there because I really didn't want to say that I did the workouts when I really didn't. Um, I still don't know how I passed all my classes that year. It was so awful. I think it was just the perfectionism that kept me going. My grades weren't that good, but they were not bad. Um, and it makes me really sad because I wish I could have done more. Or I wish I never had that experience. But you know what, guys? I don't want to regret that anymore because I felt like I did learn a lot and I did grow a lot. And I value... I value myself more now. At least I hope so. I'm still working on that, but... I do value myself more now. Than I did before. Anyways. I guess a little bit fast forward again. Um, not fast forward, but just continuing. I... I remember I... My mom thought there was something wrong with me because there was so she took me to the doctor she took me to the doctor and i didn't want to say anything sister i stepped on the scale and they were like oh my gosh you lost blah 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 in such a short amount of time that is weird and I was like, oh, right. oh really? Wow, that's so weird, haha. <laughs> and my mom just, I remember her face. She looked at the scale and she was just so sad. She was shocked. Because I really didn't look like myself anymore. I was a complete different person. And I acted like a complete different person. I even cut my hair. I used to have this giant, long, black curly hair that reached all the way to my like hip and I cut it because you know that's what girls do when they're stressed and when they don't like well for me I just was just stressed I needed a change so I cut it I literally wasn't the same person anymore I remember the doctor told me um that I had anorexia and and my mom was just she was just like she didn't acknowledge that I had it. She just said... She was just like, no, you don't have anorexia. My girl will not have this. She will not have depression. She does not have this. But I did have those things. And not acknowledging it, I feel like that just invalidates my feelings. And makes me feel like, oh, I'm not supposed to have this. I'm like, okay, I don't have it, but I do. I don't know it's just it just feels bad so by that point I was super miserable that I couldn't really live a single day of my life because I just hated myself so much and I hated my the lifestyle that I've been living and but I also didn't want to let go of the control so I decided I would try to recover and I did recovery in a very weird, weird, disordered way. Because I really didn't know how to start. I would look up videos of... Actually, I would look up videos and see that they're real, they'll be like, Oh yeah, go all in. You have like... The, good advice, basically. And I just would not 
acknowledge it because I was scared. Like I was like, no, you know what? I can recover without without eating this much or without gaining weight. I can do it. I'm pretty sure it's possible without like changing anything of myself. I can recover without eating more. Or I can recover without gaining weight. All this stuff. I in my thought in my mind I thought that was possible. So I basically created a a plan to recover without doing these aspects of recovery, which is basically just recovery. So basically it was a huge waste of time. But you know what? It was not a huge waste of time because I realized that that's not what recovery is about and that's not what it is. Um it's not about gaining weight. Well, yeah, it's not okay. In a certain aspect, it is about you. You kind of have to gain weight because if it's it's if it's for your health, you have to. And it's for me. It was about losing that control and finding stability in my life, and getting back my passions in my life that made me really want to recover. I just didn't want to live like this anymore. And I hated being miserable every day. I just hated it. So then I, little by little, I started, I started gaining freedom. I was going to say losing control, but gaining freedom is a better way to say it. I started gaining freedom with my life once I started to eat the stuff I wanted I stopped doing it's little by little by the way it's always going to be little by little because if you push yourself too hard you're gonna feel too scared and you don't want to do that because you also don't want to go back to the eating disorder um because I feel like it's fear that kind of drives me and fear that that drives me so whenever I feel scared I go back to the eating disorder because I'm scared so I don't want uh, like challenges challenge yourself but don't push okay it's amazing that you're challenging yourself absolutely amazing but like do what makes you feel comfortable but keeps like challenging you if that makes sense okay it doesn't have to be really fast you, it's gonna be super slow a super slow process for you or maybe it will be really fast for other people but that's rarely the case for most people um and for me as well it took me so long to even get to the point of eating uh, what's like sugar or I don't know just stupid stuff honestly fear foods are just irrational and for me personally that was one of my fear foods and it took me so long to get to that point where I would be gaining freedom anyways thank you guys so much for watch i mean for listening 
and this is only part one of my story so i hope that you guys will tune in to see them to listen to the next part um this is i'm like really excited for this because i just really want to share this for anyone who needs it or i don't know just so you guys can feel less alone basically because i know that in anorexia we can feel super super scared and super lonely and isolated like if we're the only ones who are experiencing this but i promise that you guys are not alone and that um even if you turn on with even if you turn on this podcast or this story just to have some background noise i'll be i'll gladly take that as a compliment because i'm just really happy and i hope that you guys know that even though if you guys are in recovery i hope you keep going and if you're not i hope that you take care of yourself please and that you really that you realize that your life can be more than what your brain thinks you are because i know i don't know because i know that um with anorexia life can feel so small but that's not true okay i know that's not true so anyways thank you guys for listening thank you guys for taking the time to listen this is part one i don't know when part two is gonna come out but maybe soon i'll talk on that one more about like where i am right now um how i got out of that weird recovering situation and i'll probably give some tips but thank you guys for listening and goodbye